all your, your favorite, favorite hits on your favorite network. This is Holy Culture Radio. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's what in the ham sandwich. We sorry in advance, <laughs> Let y'all know. Don't take it personal. It's just business. <laughs> this is what I want to say to them. Yeah. They gave me a new era type thing. There you go. Not that old flex thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? One size fit all fit. <laughs> and the shorty go up to the altar doing the hunk of buck. <laughs> but it looked more like a pole and lap dance. There you go. She might be a church sniper. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Don't jump me to death. Don't jump me. And we praying for you, B. We praying for you, But, but you dead wrong, man. You dead Look, wrong. We don't shoot no hot ones on the show. Nah. We got to call a spade a spade, man. Yeah. What in the hell, sandwich? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the one the ham sandwich show. It's the kid, Sean Slaughter. It's your boy, Shane Nick, a.k.a. Cook Dog. A.K.A. the Gumbo Beast Boy, you heard me. And I am True Asia. And welcome to the What in the Ham Sandwich Show, where we cut through the facts. Fat. And we give you the facts. No jaw work, no dolphin talking. If you're watching on Ham TV, hamshow.tv. Yes, sir. <laughs> we all wearing the same shirts. This was not planned, y'all. This, this was not planned. I promise you. This was not planned. No, sir. You know what I'm saying? I had a concert with K-Drama. You know what I'm saying? Uh, City Life Church, big shouts, and they gave us these shirts. And so I just threw it on. It felt it nice, feel good. I, didn't even I, wear it. I just went home and took on my work shirt. You know what I'm saying? Just a throw on shirt. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I had mine's on, and uh, Cook has his on, but I didn't even realize it. And she came in, I didn't realize yeah, her. Until you saw it on the. And that's on the screen. <laughs> I'm like, hold up. It just looked like we are the world. Yes, sir. <laughs> Like, like you about to sing a song. Yes, sir. Hand freestyle, you know what it is. Yow. Yeah. Yow. Yo, this song right here goes out to all them boys that like having sex, yo. <laughs> <laughs> they be getting it in. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, yow. Ooh, what's that? Feeling right there, I got a scratch. Think that I got a rash. 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 Went to the doctor. Bumps on my thingy. Doctor said, When you pee, do it stingy. He said I like having sex every single day With every single woman in every single way You know I'm a bowler No, I'm a player If I seen a foul woman, I'm a slayer No, I'm a tap it Any shorty, you know I'm a rap it But doctor, tell me right now Why does it burn when I pee anyhow? He said, well, I don't mean to tell you that you got herpes, sorry fella. <laughs> it's a dream that every single day you're gonna be putting on the screen. 
itch, itch, scratch, scratch. Think I got a rash. Think that I got a rash. Think that I got a rash. Ooh, think that I got a rash. Think that I got a rash. Oh, ooh, why does it burn when I pee? Think that I got a rash. Think that I got a rash. Think that I got a rash. Oh yeah, got a rash. Got I mean. <laughs> keep your Peter, hey. keep your Peter in your hey. pocket. Hey, hey, hey. hey. Think I got a rash. Think, think I got a rash. Hey. Think I got a rash. Hey. I got a rash. Rash. It hurts so bad. Bad. I thought I put baby powder, but it was gold bar. <laughs> it was burning so bad. I went to the doctor. He say, I think you got a rash. Uh huh. Hey, what were you doing? Were you at the church screwing? Sister uh-huh. got a rash. Rash. Sister got a rash. <laughs> Sister got a rash. First lady got a rash. Hey. Stop, lady, what you doing? Why you sleeping with that boy in the back pew? <laughs> Think you got a rash. Yes. Think you got a rash. Oh, yeah. Yes, you got a rash. Ooh-ooh. I know you got a rash. Hey, hey preacher man. Preacher I saw man. you in the back <laughs> playing with the lady. She got crash, man. Ooh. You got a rash. Ooh. You got a rash. Ooh. You got a rash. Look at them bumps on your rash. <laughs> but guess what? You went to the bathroom, uh, you looked down, you was red as fire, it was so red, looked like a red man on a red man, looking like ham man, but hey, oh my it's Lord. not ketchup, <laughs> it feels like hot sauce, oh you messed up, <laughs> but hey, it's gonna be alright, all, right. all you gotta oh, do is pit, get alright, all right. but you still gonna have that rash, 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 Rash. You still gonna have that rash. Rash. You need to testify. testify. You need to testify. <laughs> to the Lord. So your boys won't get those rash holler. <laughs> that is disgusting. <laughs> that is absolutely disgusting. Right in the hell cell. I think I got a rash. Got a rash. <laughs> I got a rash. Hey. Hey, they need to stop. They need to stop out there. Go, you know what I'm saying? For sure. Digging up in everything they see. Yes, sir. It's real out here in the field. It's real. I see. I, hope, I ain't never had a rash like that in real life. Nah, we good. I'm good to the hut. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got no strawberry shortcake. Yes, sir. When I use the bathroom, it feel great. <laughs> <laughs> when I use the bathroom, the pee flows freely. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? I'm about stabbing my back. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Y'all have all the sex y'all want to. You wake up one day and catch a hot one. Yes, sir. Right in your Peter. <laughs> Moving forward. <laughs> okay. So a woman in Delaware, she is arrested. 33-year-old um, Bridget oh, Weismer of um, Newcastle, Delaware, was arrested for trying to sell her newborn baby to a gay couple wow um and she was just selling it selling, selling the baby for fifteen thousand dollars so she could go to disney world so she could take her and her three kids to disney world she was selling the baby for disney world yeah wow yeah. and so the um the police investigated and they found that the, the, actually her mom you know called the police and then they investigated and they found actually found the newborn baby inside um the gay couple's house 
Wow. And so they took the baby. They arrested the gay couple. One of the gay, one of the guys, he um, he actually signed the birth certificate as the biological father. But he just did that, so it wouldn't look like that. He was actually buying the baby. But they found checks and all that. So mm. he's actually paying $15,000 for this baby. Mm. I know he had a hissy fit. Oh, yes, my. Smile. Babies. No, it's mad snakes on the plane. Uh, okay, this okay. I read this story and I don't remember this story. Maybe one of y'all remember it, but I really don't. And I just think it is crazy. The Lord. Um, a California woman who killed her newlywed husband and chopped and cooked his body parts. What? Over Thanksgiving weekend in 1991 is seeking release from prison. No. Nelson what? was convicted of murdering her 56-year-old husband, William Nelson, and a grisly killing. That authorities compared to the fictional slant of Hannibal Lecter. Are you serious? That's crazy. Listen to this. There were suitcases and plastic bags soaked with dark liquid from his body parts. Whoa. In the fryer cooker, there sat Mr. Nelson's hands. And when he when she opened the refrigerator, there was Mr. Nelson's head with stab wounds. <laughs> the deputy said. Are you? Yeah. She had uh, his entrails in his Corvette. And she was trying to get an ex-boyfriend to yank out the dentures from the head so that she could dump his body in Newport Beach. If you, if you first of all, if she had an ex-boyfriend, yeah, trying to dump the parts, yeah, that's, that's crazy. If you dating her, and she's black, oh, you got a problem. Whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah, hold I up, I, I hold up. I, sli- I thought I slipped that in. Hold up a second. I thought I slipped that in. I she I black? In. Yeah. She did. She black. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> black people don't do stuff like that. No, sir. And she told her psychiatrist um because they were looking for his body parts and they couldn't find his ribs. And they asked her where were his ribs. She said she ate them. Oh my gosh. But she was known for dating older well, men for their money. At least we know she black. She ate ribs. Yeah. And, oh, that's <laughs> she's a rib eater. So she so she get parole? Nah, she should be in jail for, for, forever. She's got, she's got 27 years. She, she should be in jail till she see the devil. Yeah. How she get 27 years? <laughs> she got, she got 27 years. <laughs> she be in jail till she meet be be her father, the devil. Yes, sir. Yeah. How she got 27 years? That's what they gave her, 27 years. For chopping up somebody and eating and eating the ribs. Yep. Wow. California. Mm, okay. Um. It was is a man hot after three died in California workplace. So a man goes to work. He's black as well. Lord. He, oh, we they fire better. him. We gotta do better. And he leaves the meeting. Uh-huh. And he comes back with a gun. Uh-huh. And he starts shooting up the place. He killed Whacking three people. Start wetting. Yeah, he killed three people. And um, he shot a woman in the leg. Because when he left, he tried to um, hijack her car. And he shot her in the leg to steal her car. Wow. Um, serious, yo? Yeah. So <sighs> that's what's going on in California as of that was going. That happened actually this morning. There's a manhunt going on right now, right? Yes, right now. Wow. Unpredictable. Last but not least, have y'all, I know y'all been here. I will, I've just heard about this movie called Courageous. Yeah, um, I've, I've heard a lot about it. A lot of Christians talking about it, saying it's a great movie. Yeah, it, so this says Courageous is an exciting, funny, and powerful story about four police officers and a Hispanic carpenter realizing that they need to be better fathers. Courageous has extremely poignant, heart wrenching moments mixed with some of the funniest scenes ever made. Um, it opened at number four. I think it opened up at ten million, ten million dollars, and now it's opening up in um, like all theaters across the world. So oh, I think I want to check that out. That sounds good. Yeah, that sounds good. So I gotta take you on a date to see that. Yeah, date night. We should double date again. Yeah, yo. Y'all want double date? We've done it in a minute. Yeah, like 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 movie and dinner. Yeah. yeah. Movie in the Chinese buffet. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> Move in the Chinese buffet. You won't get nothing thing after the buffet. That will be your buffet. The futon. Hold up. Don't fuck. Don't fuck. You like the Chinese buffet. Buffet, but I, when I go on a date, yeah. a date, you know, it's a double date. I, yeah, I mean, a, a little bit more. I understand it. I mean, the buffet right there. <laughs> it's a, it's a stone, it's a stone throw from the AMC. You know what? I'm going to date by myself. You want to take me to Charlie's buffet? It's a stone. You gonna put my business up like that? <laughs> it's a stone throw. Yes, sir. Yeah, I mean, a stone throw. <laughs> Baby, whatever you want to do. Uh-oh. Oh, now yeah, whatever uh, you want to do. Whatever, whatever you want to do, boo-boo. Now, when I'm laying down, he's trying to spoon. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you want ice cream and cake. Exactly. I'm going to say get no. a fork. <laughs> I'm going to say get a fork and get on the floor. <laughs> get off of Look, me. I like he has smoothie. <laughs> Tropical smoothie. You know what I'm saying? Tropical booty. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that Cold Stone. <laughs> yes, sir. You don't even need a spoon. <laughs> I'm done. If you know what I mean. You know oh, what I'm saying? Lord. We definitely got to take a break. Yes, sir. DJ Cool Waters providing the mixes. Hey, if you guys want to send uh, some music, send it to stevenwaters82 at gmail.com. That's stevenwaters82 at gmail.com. Or Twitter him at hustle.com. That's hustle, D-O-T-C-O-M. At hustle.com is his Twitter handle. DJ Cool Waters giving us the crazy, crazy mixes. Here's another one. Ham. And another one. Sound like the second coming, baby. Slow the man, slow the music. Country Studios, you know. Six 
the hill, they start good Till they get accustomed to the touch of sin My God is greater than Plato or Nietzsche Human reason is sketchy, the truth you can feed me Keep your teeth, your mind control won't appease me I'm a son now, like cash money's baby Mission on our mind. Craig, go ahead and tell them boys why you on your grind. Hey. 
so hard I'm throwing him dollars He don't even notice that he got that tissue paper All he ever do is blow it As a Christian I'm on mission Man I stay up on my grind It's the stuff that I ain't buying Cause this money ain't mine Let's go. I be on the grind I, I, I be on the grind I ain't talking rentals when I say that budget on my mind 10% I do repent I spend more than that on kicks Slow to get my father honor He provide all that I get You got plenty credit bills getting still You don't sweat it You don't see that you in debt You just think that's extra credit People dying for some lettuce While we buying every fetish Make sure show them Jesus better Instead of spending like a tell them That be on the grind That be on the grind That be on the grind Ham Sandwich Show, Sean Cook True, we back, yeah, on today's show, first of all, before I even say that, I do is putting in, yeah, DJ Cool Water is doing his thing, make sure you hit him up with them songs, you want, you want your song played, uh, shoot it to him, make sure uh, drink ain't whack, make sure <laughs> You're gonna shoot it right back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get a reply with your song right in the, in the joke. Exactly. Subject, right subject, your song. Yeah. Your song, return. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? With an attachment. Your song. You know what I'm saying? Big shouts out to AJ Burnett. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Bigger shouts out yes, to Yes, sir. Bigger shouts out to Curtis Grandison. Yes, sir. For saving his butt. I actually watched the game. Don't make no darn sense. I actually watched the game. That game's off the chain. And um, baseball play, the baseball players have been off the chain. And Curtis Grandison basically saved Agent Vanessa behind. Sure did. Allow him to settle down. Twice. You know what I'm saying? Twice. Yeah, I mean, he was still getting. I mean, I mean, he had, he would have like two strong innings, like second and third inning. And he'd get slapped around a little bit. And, and you know, fifth inning, they took him out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was the right move. And uh, so. Big shouts out. My team, the Yankees, facing elimination. We tied it up. And did it big. You know what I'm saying? And I like how the games be back to back to back to back. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they said they're going to. It's the, the game, the World Series be old before uh, November. And other news, yes, we ain't going to have no NBA season. Mm. I don't think we're going to have one either, son. We missed the preseason. And by Monday, if they don't get a, a, an agreement on how they're going to split this money, we're going to miss 20 games. Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. So. And they ain't like the NFL that got a lot of superstar. Ain't never a few in the NBA. Only, only a basket full. Yeah. So, anyway. Take a couple of ham callers. Uh, we appreciate everybody calling in. First ham caller is Chaz. What's up, Sean? This is Chaz North Virginia. Better known as the DMV. Um, I was listening to one of your podcasts. And it talks about tithing offering. And I want to just... Uh, Gently correct you and let you know that uh, tithing is mentioned in two of the Gospels in the New Testament, Matthew 23, 23, 11, 42. So I don't know if you plan on doing another show or responsible in telling you, but those are two instances where Jesus uh, directly talks about tithing. Um, and my, I guess my comment or question may be, uh, how do you think 
prosperity preachers or people who believe in the type of doctrine respond to uh, Luke, I think it's 12, 15, Luke chapter 12, verse 15, where Jesus specifically says life doesn't consist of um, any of these material or worldly things that we can possess. So meaning, you know, it's not really about all these worldly possessions. You know, how would they respond to that? And how would they also respond to instead of people running from church to church because they don't want to hear the prosperity gospel, actually challenge the actual pastor or preacher um, using the scripture I just gave, Luke 12, 15, would the church look different or would the passages basically kick them out of church? I don't know. So just try to ask that question and uh, give you a few scriptures that can help you in the future of uh, addressing tithes and offerings. So have a good day. Peace. That's what's up. Thanks, Chaz. Thanks, Chaz. Appreciate Chaz. Um, <clears throat> first, let's address the first half. Um, I believe on our tithes and offerings podcast, I said that uh, the New Testament doesn't mention tithes. And um, basically, we were talking about the New Testament doesn't mention um, the giving of tithes. Right. You know what I'm saying? As far as a commandment, like the Old Testament does. Okay. And he gave us two scriptures and um, that mention tithes, but they don't really mention the giving of tithes. So he's correct. He gave us two scriptures. And we love that. We love our ham callers because yep. they're smart. Yep. Right. They're thinking yep. people. Right. And we don't know everything. We don't know everything. We definitely don't know everything. That's but... Right. But, you know what I'm saying, um, those scriptures uh, <clears throat> are actually the same scripture, Luke 11:42. But woe to you Pharisees, for you tithe, mint, and rue, and all manner of herbs, and pass by justice and, and the love of God. These ought, to have, ha- these ought to have done without leaving the others undone. Okay, I see what he's saying. Uh, woe to you, fa- okay. And then he says, 23:23. woe to you scribes and Pharisees, hypocrite, for you pay the tithe of mint and, and anise and cumin, they have neglected the weightier matters of law, law, justice, uh, justice, mercy, and faith. These you ought to have done without leaving the others undone. <clears throat> and so he, so he's, he's correct. Um, Jesus kind of, in an indirect way, mm-hmm. mentions tithes because he says this to them. He's, um, he's basically bashing the scribes. He's, he's, um, he's sunning the scribes, and he says, "Woe to you!" He says, "Because you pay tithes." Yet you neglect the weight. You neglect the weightier matters: mm-hmm. justice, mercy, and faith. Right. <clears throat> so, and he says you should have paid your tithes, and you should have done justice, mercy, and faith. Mm-hmm. And so, basically, in the New Testament, Jesus kind of, in an indirect way, does kind of say, you know, go ahead and, and pay tithes. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think that's that's what I think Jesus did that because he was keeping the law. Yep. It's the same reason that when Jesus came, he got baptized. He didn't need to get baptized, but he got baptized because he was keeping the law. And the same way Jesus healed the person, and then he said, you know, don't go tell nobody. He went to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> or, 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 or he said, no, no, he healed the person, and he told the guy to go and, and uh, show himself to the temple, and he went and told everybody. And Jesus, Jesus was not Jesus was was with came to keep the law. You know what I'm saying? Not to abolish the law, but he came to keep the law. And in the end, he became the fulfillment of the law. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, <clears throat> so, but we do appreciate you pointing that out, man. And his second question was, with prosperity churches, um, basically, how do they, uh, what's the scripture? 
It was Luke. It's Luke 15. Luke, Luke 12, 12, 15. He says, how do they get around this? Um, how do they get around this verse? Take heed and beware of covetousness. For one's life does not consist in the abundance of the things he possesses. Mm-hmm. All right. So he's like, <clears throat> I got hiccups. Prosperity teachers basically teach about money and, and, and money is. Money is basically everything. Everything is something that God wants you to have. It's, right. it's, it's the it's the evidence of God's blessing. Right. Evidence God's, of God's blessing. blessing. Right. Right. God wants everybody to be rich. Wants everybody rich. And then Jesus says here, um, you know, what I'm saying that. One's life does not consist in the abundance of the things he possesses. Oh. Hiccups. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Jesus also said that um, um, the love of money is the root of all evil. Sure right. did. So how do they so he's basically saying, how do these preachers get around us? I they get around it because the, the people don't read their Bible. A. People need to read their Bible. They get and around I, it? I think it's and I think it's the perspective too. I think you know, I think in this in the scripture because I was reading it here too, and, and and basically, you know, God was saying, you know, don't store up everything and don't be so greedy, uh, you know, and focus on money only, and um, but you are poor in the sight of God, you know, but right. you know, all that matters is money, and that displays that, all that that is supposed to display that you you know that you you're blessed by God, right. but you don't have a relationship with God, you know, but to people it looks like you does because. You know, you have all of these things. Mm-hmm. Well, you're definitely correct in saying that. <clears throat> prosper. I mean, people don't read their Bible, so prosperity preachers can preach what they want. Whatever they want. That's to. a. Mm-hmm. I think B. I think prosperity preachers um, don't preach this. I think they gloss over these scriptures. Mm. Um, and I think that when they do hit these scriptures, which brings me to C. They been. They been. Ugh. These hiccups gotta go. They manipulate the scripture. Yeah. Right. Right. Let me explain something to y'all real quick <clears throat> about rhetoric, about um, speaking. Speaking is a gift, just like singing, playing ball. You know what I'm saying? Doing certain things. Speaking is a gift. Mm-hmm. Oratory skills. <clears throat> I've seen a speaker. I've seen a preacher. Basically, denounce one thing and then reinforce that same thing in the same message. Mm. Now, it's actually a skill that speakers use. <clears throat> they they basically um, say something is bad, and then in the same message they do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? And and because you're the listener, you what you say is you say this person said that this is bad. But then when a person does it, you say, okay, this must be different because that person said that this is bad. So they must be doing something different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you give them a pass. Some of that preacher saying, you know, I used to come up here and, and, and do tricks. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to trick the people into giving money. And I knew all the words to say and, and blah, blah, blah. And, and people will come up and give their money. Right. And and but 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 tonight's sermon is called no tricks <laughs> no games right yeah. no tricks right no games right it was Miami <laughs> two hours of powerful preaching right <laughs> and then guess what she did 
God's telling me that uh, there's some people in here that can sew a hundred dollars. I knew it. I knew it was coming. Here come the trick no tricks. No gadgets. No games, right? And you know what they do? They start high. Yep. So by the time they get down to, to ten dollars, you're like, man, I got ten dollars. Yeah. I could do that. I could do that. I couldn't do the hundred. <clears throat> Somebody got no, no, no. She started like five hundred. I'm saying, and you thought, and, and she was so smooth with it because you thought she was gonna stop at the five hundred because she was pushing so hard. Right. Mm-mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? I know there's more. I know. That, I know that God told me there's ten. There's ten. There's eight. And of course, who, who's the one that stands in the church? Like the armor bearers, mm-hmm. the yep. deacons. They yeah, feel they, the they, feel, they feel the pressure. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because the pastor looking at them through the corner of his eye. Right. We can't let the prophetess come up in here. And, 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 don't y'all embarrass me. And don't, don't y'all embarrass me up here. <laughs> Ten of y'all better stand up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Stand up. And so ten, so 10 people stand up. You know, take about 15 minutes. And it's the most uncomfortable. If you ever been in that situation, it is the most uncomfortable fit. Even if you say it to yourself, I'm I ain't giving, giving nothing. nothing. I'm not giving anything. It's the most uncomfortable feeling ever. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because, especially if you're a guest, because you like, somebody got to get up. Right. And everybody looking around at the room. You trying to look around because you don't want to catch eyes <laughs> that's right. with the person that's acting for the money. Yep. <laughs> and, oh, make, look, when I was there, I, I'm, I'm looking like this. Yep. I'm like, please look at me. Yeah. But but they know who to look at. Oh yeah. Like they know who to prophesy on. Just like they know who to prophesy, prophesy so I'm gonna give you the screw face. You know I'm, I'm gonna give you. <laughs> I'll tell you straight up. I'm giving you the screw. Yes, you know, I ain't touching him. That's right. I'm gonna have issues. Yep. I ain't touching him nor nobody in that row. You yep. know what I'm saying? But at at the end of the day, they're gonna mismanage the scripture. Yeah. And what um. Happened to me before. You know what I'm saying? They go church. They go, they're they're going to mismanage the scripture. You know what I'm saying? And people don't read the Bible anyway. And they know that. And, and they know that. Right. You know what I'm saying? They don't know what it says. And so they don't have to do uh, a chaz. They don't have to do anything. Nope. Just keep doing what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Keep, keep being keep great orators. Keep being great speakers. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Keep promising the world. Yep. Keep telling them that their money's coming, their blessings coming. Yeah, money come to me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now. Money come to me. Now. Right, money now. come. Hey, yo. <laughs> It be hot to make a song. Auto tune. Buddy, come to me. Money, money, come to me now. Yeah. Buddy, come to me. Buddy, buddy. You make a song, son. That be a that be hilarious, son. That'd be hot. Auto tune like a T Pain joke. Yes, sir. Buddy, come to me. Money, money, come to me. That, now. That's a shame when churches be doing that, dog. Hey, hey, you know, you know what's crazy? You know what I'm saying? The, the, the Christian church is the industry, son. Yeah. Donald Lawrence found this out. Donald Lawrence realized. Now, Donald Lawrence is an unbelievable producer. Yes, sir. Okay. I'm not. I'm not. Somebody let the air out the balloon. (laughs) My tie get low. (laughs) That jugger nasty though, son. That boy is gifted. Yes, sir. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Talented, gifted. But I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say this though. He realized one thing. The Christian industry where most gospel artists make their money is at conferences. All day. Right? And at most conferences is when you hear a lot of this foolishness. So what he did was he created songs around conference themes. If you listen listen to his songs, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Um, about, uh, I, I can't think of some. What, what's going on his latest songs? Um, he got a song, and we all are one. And we all are. That's a chat. And I know he's not that. Not that. Jo- not jo- there's another. There's, there's another one before that. 
Um, but he actually takes he takes songs. Um, is the blessings of Abraham? Mm-mm, that's Donald. You said Donald Lawrence. Yeah. I thought you said. <laughs> I thought you said Donald McClurg. <laughs> Say yeah, the best of Abraham. Same stamp, huh? <laughs> Same stamp, different envelope. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 Bless of Abraham. Abraham. Yeah. Like, he got mad songs. Yeah, he do. Around, like, especially like his later songs. You can see those songs being sung in a conference before yeah. offering. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so the reality is, you know what I'm saying? Until Christians read their Bible and they actually... Send letters to the pastors in the group and say, you know, this ain't right. You know what I mean? You always gonna have that. Right. So it is what it is. Hey, I'm Sam Michelle. Sean Cook and True will be back. All your favorite hits on your favorite network. This is Holy Culture Radio. Full of greed and they tell it, take, take it Voices in my head, they keep yelling, make it, make it Now I got a heart, heart as iron, you break, break it Sex on my mind like 24-7 I ain't really trying to see your church or your reverend Any given night I can make news at 11 And I can barely make class, fam, I'm making heaven that's real talk, saw Nino run base, now we pitch no ball To really be honest, they pitched and got caught I saw the cap and gown in the stage, so I walked God, you saved me from jail Making jump shots with my fam made bail But what I wanna know is, can you save me from hell? I guess only time will tell now I'm seven years redeemed. Put the bottle down. Now I'm seven years clean. Time flying by. Eight years this spring, and the boys pushing thirty, still chasing that dream. God screaming at me, wake up. Got me in the figure four like Jacob. He said, You seeking me or trying to cake up? It might be time for me and hip hop to break up. I think it's time for me to grow up. Where everybody on the web trying to blow up. New video posts, I'm like, So what? And if I hit swag again, I might throw up. I mean, really, no holy swag music sound kind of silly. Let's be real, dog. Who knows? Somebody might feel, dog. About you every day. I want you so bad in the worst of ways. I was a fool to leave. You told me stay. You're no good for me. That's what they say. Sweats and chills last night as I heard them pray. By my bedside, hands tied. They say you pray like a lion on the prowl with a night or day. They saying you deceive me. I said no way, can't be. My love would never go astray. In my blood, like my kin, she'll never go away. To this day, I still feel you. You never go away. Some of my peoples wanna feel you. You said they had. To pay whether once or twice the price would stay the same. No matter what they say, you're not to blame. Darling, I pray to God you never change. I love you, Kane. I love you, Kane. I love you, Kane.
So what's the fuss? I mean everywhere we go she says in God we trust I feel power every time we touch I think that I'm in love but you call it lust I let you keep her for a while when I return you must Show me how she's grown, see her returns a must They say we must depart when I return to dust But you promised me forever and your word's enough Passed around so many times now she smells a must She's been used and abused, I can see disgust Whole body worn down, how she's wrinkled up I asked her where she's been, she said times are tough but you the ruler, thought you'd measure up Then he task at hand, I mean it can't be much A recession? Nah, let's call it bluff Go on the shopping spree, it'll be just us I love you just us I love you just us Ham Sandwich Show. Sean Cook and True. 
We're back. Yep, yep, yep. Yes. Make sure you send your music to DJ Cool Waters. He's destroying the joint. He is ridiculous. Yeah. Putting it in. Steve Waters82 at gmail.com. Not Waters with a Z. Not Waters with a Z. Not Abonics Waters. (laughs) Steven, S T E V E N W A T E R S. 82 at gmail.com his twitter handle is at hustle dot dot com com hustle dot at hustle dot com is his twitter handle back in the block ham sandwich show take us some ham calls let's get another one what up sean cooking true it's your boy wes from minneapolis uh just want to start out by saying i love the show I uh, just became a born-again Christian this past summer. Hallelujah. Uh, thanks a lot to my best friend, Cam Goody. So, shout-out to him. Cam Goody. Uh, he, he's the one that introduced me to the show. And uh, ever since he did, I just downloaded all the podcasts on iTunes and just been listening to, like, two a day for the last month, man. I'm loving your topics and everything. Uh, right now, I'm actually on my way back to school uh, in Pennsylvania. I left one a.m. this morning uh just been banging out ham sandwich shows all day long like seven or eight and i just copped a total type album last night too went ran through that twice already uh so big ups to you sean on that i'm really feeling it uh my question that i have actually is mostly for sean and true but cook dog i'd love to hear what you have to say too uh so i've had a girlfriend for about two years now and we were both living the unsaved life <laughs> You know, uh, secular life, and and now that I I've been saved and decided to to walk with Christ, you know, I'm just wondering if you guys have any advice of how I can, you know, show her how beautiful God is and how beautiful a life with Him is. Uh, I know you guys have been kind of down that road because you weren't saved when you started dating, but then you you guys took that journey together to walk with Christ. So I just really want to hear what. Uh, some advice you have and, and what I can do to to help her out maybe and if she's not feeling it really then you know where do you think our relationship might go from there Amen. so once again I appreciate everything you guys do <laughs> keeping it funky keeping it trill keeping it 100 <laughs> so I'll holler back at you later Hi. Oh, Wes. That's what's up, Wes. That's what's up, Wes. Shout out to Wes. First of all, congratulations on you finding the Lord. Yes, sir. I love that. Wow. You know what I'm I love that. That's wonderful. <laughs> I love it. Giving your heart to the Lord. Giving your heart to God the Christ. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's a, no, that's really that's a wonderful thing, that man. That's great. That's great. And um, it's good that the Ham Sandwich Show can be a tool, um, you know what I'm saying, to help aid you um, in that transition. And hopefully those that get saved, I think the Ham Sandwich Show was good because I think we were honest. And I think those who get saved and maybe are in a church or in a position where they hear a lot of propaganda. Right. They need to. Or unhonest preaching. Honesty. They need for people to be transparent. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, Because God, I always say this, you know, when I when when I used to do altar calls and, and have people come up. And um, one thing I would say is I would have everybody, you know, have their eyes open and heads up. Because I said God wants soldiers, not punks. Ooh, I like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And the reality is, is I ain't going to sugarcoat nothing. 
when you get saved, the devil's going to throw everything he can at you. That's right. And if you can withstand that, then you're a good soldier. That's right. You know what I'm saying? But why would I why would I trick you and promise you cookies and cream and and, and, a, and a cozy lifestyle and all that type stuff? And then when you start getting hit with stuff, you think something's wrong with you. Right. And the reality is, is that this, you know, you still got to live life. Yep. Only difference is you have the perspective of Christ. You have the power of Christ. And um, sometimes things around you don't change, but you change. Right. And so appreciate that. Um, you got saved, your girl ain't get saved. You know what I'm saying? Um, can I speak on this a little bit? Sure. Go ahead, son. Let's speak on this a little bit. <laughs> well, my wife looking at me, cut her eyes at me. Ow. When me and my wife got saved, I grew up in the church. My wife went to church once. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> she walked by a church. I think the church. And, and the church walked by her. You know what I'm saying? They spoke and moved. You know what I'm saying? They gave nods. Yeah, nods. What's up? And so there's something about growing up in church where I, I definitely wasn't a Christian at all. Um, didn't like the church, didn't like church people, and didn't want nothing nothing to do with God. But there's something with growing up in church where the Bible says, um, Dorn, the Bible says that the word does not come back void. And that's very real because, you know, being in church, when I did get saved, it was like there was a lot of scripture, there was a lot of stuff that was coming back to me that I neglected. And um, my wife didn't grow up in church, so she didn't have that. It was... You know, I always say, you know, when I got saved, it was like me coming back to a place that I that I I grew up in when I was little, and it, and, it, and it feels familiar. For my wife, it was like moving from Brooklyn to Singapore. Right, right. And so, um, it was difficult for me because I know that I went hard. Like when I got saved, I got saved. Amen. I was throwing away secular CDs and, and I mean I got I mean I was I was so about I mean um, I cry about it now but I threw away some classics mm. I mean I had rat I had racks of bags I had racks of CDs I threw away a lot of CDs and and uh, and I really I really wanted I really severed from the lifestyle that I was living for my wife it's probably a little more difficult um, and I know even at that time she was in the Navy. Right, and shoot, I was in the Navy. That's all I had to say. I so, was young. I was, you know, I was only twenty-one years old. Yeah. In the Navy, and it, and I mean, there was there was no support system there. Yeah. You know, so it was really hard for me to adjust. And at times, I was just like, forget it. I'm just gonna do me. I'm. I don't forget the Christian thing. I don't want to be a Christian. I just want to do what I want to do when I want to do it. I don't want nobody telling me nothing. I'm just gonna. Do me, and it was easy for me to say that because I never had that. She never had that experience, right? Now, now for me, I did have my own, my own apartment, and my and my girlfriend was overseas, so I could have been stabbing stuff on a nightly basis. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and so it definitely wasn't a walk in the park for me either. Um, but I did uh, attend the church, and what was instrumental? What was instrumental was I did meet two guys. Uh, Donnie and Aaron, um, aka Quest, who really helped me in my walk. I mean, they were so they were so instrumental in uh, helping me in my walk with Christ in the beginning. So it is important to have that support system. And um, 
But it was difficult because she really wasn't around with the Lord like that. And I had actually questioned. We had been together about two and a half years. And I had questioned if she was, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't think my thoughts at that time were marriage. But I knew that we were close and went through a lot. And I knew at that time the, the sever would have been difficult for her and for me. So I had questioned if uh, she was the one. If I should stay with her I question that mm. You know what I'm saying um, But you stay be- Because I wanted a godly woman You know what I'm saying And um, and so You want a godly woman I want a godly woman <laughs> What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you about to say something <laughs> You know what I'm saying What? You know what I'm saying Say it Hey, it is what it is. So I, so I wanted a godly woman, and um, and yeah, she was godly. And, and and so I prayed. I did a lot of praying, and um, I did see my wife grow in the Lord. You know what I'm saying? And and there was a couple of times that, that I even approached her. Um, God had, you know, what I'm saying God had allowed me to hear some things. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Here with what? Let me tell them. <laughs> What we tell him? You are not gonna tell my business. Yeah, we tell that what that what the phone story. Tell him, yeah. So one time she in the car, <laughs> her phone dialed my phone, right? Butt cheek dialed. Yeah, yeah. She she booty call. Right. You know what I'm saying her, 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 her butt hit the number and called right, me, right? Right. So my phone didn't pick up. So of course my message is her and her girlfriend in the car, and my wife in the car cussing like a sailor. <laughs> I mean dropping bombs left you know what and saying? right. The app back. The kiss my hat. Right. She go with Ed. You know what I'm saying? Now, mind you, we was freshly saved. You know what I'm saying? Now, we was still kind of getting it in, though. I ain't gonna front. That's what I thought. Ain't no condo. For, a so- no condo. for like a solid year. <laughs> that ain't kind of getting it. That's going in, yeah, no. son. We, we, we was, can't be kind of pregnant. You know what I'm saying? Right. We, was kinda, we was kind of getting it in. Right, right. But, um, but it was, you know what I'm saying? It was like that. You know what I'm saying? Because I knew that I was trying. And she said she was trying, but it seemed like she was faking the funk right. on a nasty dump. Mm. And uh, but eventually, um, God did answer that prayer, and I think, um, you know, she she got stationed in Virginia, found a church, uh, you know, started to grow, and so, and th- and, th- and then I think the point for me was when. Because I always feel that a relationship should be two way. You know what I'm saying? You should be able to strengthen your spouse, speak to your spouse, encourage your spouse, and you should get the same thing. Loving your spouse, get the same thing. You know what I'm saying? It should be a one way street. And um, I think it changed when she began to have her own um, godly opinion okay. instead of me giving it to her. Okay. And, uh, and so that's when I saw some hope. And then, um, so, you know. Waited out for a couple of years. It took me four and a half years to get saved. I had to make sure. Right. right. Get saved. I mean to um get married. It took me four and a half years to get married. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, you was running out of time. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't run out of time. Shoot, I would have did five, five and a half. Y'all get married after a year. I that long. Y'all get married after a year or two. You would have. Y'all get married after. after <laughs> y'all get married. You see what? Y'all y'all get married after a year or two if you want to. Yeah, you've been. I I got to make sure. I didn't get married to five years Cause, later. Because remember, you know what I'm saying? Um, remember, I dated my wife for four and a half years before I got married. Two of those years, we wasn't saved. Right. 
two of those years he was. You know what I'm saying? And then one of those years, he wasn't like all the way in like that. <laughs> yep. So I needed a solid year and a half. Right. You know what I'm saying? To make sure you, so you love Jesus. Yeah. And Jesus love you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and so and so to answer your question, my friend, um, here's here's the thing. The thing about God is this. Um your your girlfriend has to find Christ on her own. Christ is not something that you can give her. That's right. Um, if she does not find Christ on her own, you will have a miserable relationship. Yes, because she'll be living in something thinking that she has to please you with and doesn't really have a personal relationship with God. Which faking it. Which is faking it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's number one. Number two, to be unequally yoked. And I guess I experienced it for a very short season. Is... Um, it's unfruitful yeah. You know what I'm saying Because it's like You're going in two directions yeah. And you can't When two people are going two directions There's no trust there no. You know what I'm saying And so If you want to build a, a strong relationship Of trust And commitment The key The key word That is forgotten in America right. Commitment mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying Number one You're committed to God mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying And then number two You're committed to your relationships Another thing is You know what I'm saying There's a difference between you uh, unequally yoked when you both got married and you wasn't saved, and then one of y'all got saved. Right. But you already saved, and y'all ain't married yet. Y'all ain't married yet. So, so that's going to be very difficult for a saved man to live a saved life and he's dating a woman who's not saved. Because you're, you're on two different paths. Two different right. paths. She, she don't, she don't, if she don't love your God, she won't want to do what your God tells her to do. That's right. Right. That's and right. I, I think, too, I think for, what, what, for me, uh, one thing that helped me was to see how 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 much Sean did love God right. and how much, you know, he loved God despite of what I was doing or who I was. It was like, you know, God is first no matter what. That's right. And so I saw that how God how much how important God was to him. So then I was like, well, I mean, if he putting this God before me, it must be something in it. That's right. You know, and so then that's when I started to seek it for myself and see, OK, yeah. You know, this is this is something great. This is something I want to be a part of. You know, this this is God is, you know, somebody I want to, I want to know. I want to have a relationship with. You know, so you still have to, you know, as a, a, a Christian, you still have to, you know, have your relationship with God despite of what she's doing or who she is. Yeah. And either she get on board or she doesn't. And if she don't, you might have to cut her. Yeah. yeah she might have to get cut. For Dad, you put God before the jump off. You put God yes, before the, before the juju. Yes, sir. For the juju yes, beans. Love the Lord. For the starburst. Yes, sir. You love the Lord. Yo. I love the Lord. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? And it's going to be hard. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? And, um, Lord. Especially being that you, uh, maybe feel a certain way about her. But as you grow in Christ, it, it'll become easier because the, the, the funny thing about it is we only see in the moment. Mm. Tired. Right? We only see right what's right now. And what God does, God gives us a, a, a godly perspective to show us that, um, you know, don't live for the moment. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Live for God's purpose. Live for the future. And so if you live for God's purpose, live for the future, those things that seem so important at the moment actually become trivial in the scope of things. That's right. You know what I'm saying? In the grand scheme of things. So live your life. If she ain't around with the Lord, cut her. That's she right. You don't have to. Cut her. You, you know what I'm saying? You don't have to. You know what I'm saying? And I'm telling you, it's going to benefit you because you do not want to be with an ungodly. You do not want to be with an ungodly woman. You know what I'm saying? That's and right. and we know couples that, that that now now unfortunately, if one you know you get married and one 
falls back from the Lord, or, right, or, right. or, or you didn't, maybe didn't have this knowledge. You right. get married. You know, the, the Bible, the Bible does not you say you should get divorced. The Bible says stay together because you know the spouse can learn from your your, go, right. your godly That's godliness. Right. That's right. Um, but you got a chance to stop it before you. You get got a chance to stop to get there, and, yeah. and 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 you've seen them couples. Yep. I've seen them couples. You know what I'm saying? It's very difficult. Oh, very. The husband and wife dragging the church. Don't want to be there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't want to hear about God. Yeah. Fighting in the car. Why you got to go to church every Sunday? Right. It's it's <laughs> why you spend all that time. Don't spend all that money on tithes and all. Yep. yep. It's it's two different roads, two different mindsets, two yep. different paths, yep. and and it's it's two visions. Yep. It's division, division, right. division, two yep. visions, two visions. It can't last. You know what I mean? And so, hopefully that helps, man. Just just. Continue to pray, man. Continue to read. Continue to be Christ. Uh, continue to be a friend. Just let your light shine. Let your light shine. Be her friend. That's right. Uh, continue to share Christ. With her. Don't press Christ on her. That's for, right. for your own gain. Right. Um. But and, share Christ. And with another her. thing: do not give her any type of signs or nothing that you want to be with her. Don't be <laughs> filling up on her. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm serious because now she's thinking, oh, yeah, he want me. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then if you fall after talking about Jesus, that's right. It, it'll belittle your Jesus. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So leave the crib, son. <laughs> she come from out the bathroom. And look at mighty good. Towelled up. Bye bye. Hair soaking. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Right, you about to go, son. I, I gotta be out. Yes, sir. I mean, so look, take a quick break. We'll come back out. Come back with the uh, Thunder Mile Sean Cook True Ham. Holla. What I was told to make my life better Closer I got, I found out it made my life better Journey on Star Trek Begging to be made whole My heart became a black hole No Captain Kirk Dark, Darkness surrounding me Evil confounded worst, worst part about it It was all found in me Now what I live, live for What you tell you cheering by me oh, I, oh, I Okay, okay, if I never And if you never do a, do a show I never had everything come and go But what I'm doing, I'm doing life, life Before I, before I die you, you say that we can never have a change hey, I treat this world like I never made Before I meet this guy, guy Maybe, maybe, save, save life, life Before I make me before my last breath You will see a man that finished the race And ran hard till his last step What 
there is cash left I know my seed to be the branches of a tree of a legacy that they dad left And let that legacy be rooted in the cross Let nothing else be taught, let's not fall and be lost If I fall and be lost, then use it as a story What a man should ever be, introduce them to your glory Before I die, I just gotta be in you So after my death, they can rejoice at my funeral Cause I'll be still alive, new body I'm inside If your faith is in the Lord, then this is not goodbye in all of his majesty, I power for the maker When I move on, let the earth hear this song And know that you are king on the throne I'm Before I die, I'll be okay if I never blow And if you never make it to a show I know that everything coming up with what I'm gonna do in my life Before I die, you say that we can never have a change Ay, I treat this world like whatever made before I meet him in the sky Then maybe I can save your life Before I die Parent even, or a fool gripping a tool instead of finishing school. 
My story could've come to me living a criminal lifestyle Slapped with a mandatory minimum My friends would've come to my funeral Cause I tried to be tough in the gunfight and didn't run Instead of doing these gigs, I might be doing a bid From corner bids, thinking I was doing it big Matthew chapter 5 verses 14 to 16 You are the light of the world A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket But on a lampstand And it gives light to all who are in the house Let your light so shine before men That they may see your good works And glorify your father in heaven Ladies and gentlemen Welcome to the light club I got a session booked for 7 and it's 6.35 So I got 25 minutes to conjure up this rhyme It's been a long time, right? Stepped away from the limelight But the break's over, Holy Spirit take over They say the truth will set you free If you so believe, Jesus is the truth With Him, freedom can be achieved I feel the need to let loose Right at this instance Confession booth, vocal booth Really, what's the difference? See, when I used to battle, I declare I'm the boss, I couldn't be defeated until I lost Not once, not twice, my opponents were killing me Ego crushed, but it also taught me humility Was once on the top, sent straight to the bottom Some thought double law dropped him, others straight forgot him I used to hear the side commentary and get upset with it Until I realized what was said had some sense in it No excuses for the stupid records that I made Would I still be saying this if those records had got me paid? I can't call it, either way I'm trying Trying to save what's left of my soul and not just what's going inside my wallet The beat was the canvas, the paint was my rhymes Never thought that I could use my art to infiltrate your minds I used the mic to express how I possessed a lot of skills My lust for the opposite sex and hundred dollar bills Common said he used to love her, yo she's still my baby So it's only right I learned to treat her like a lady You want raps about pimping, killing, snitching, bowling You won't get them from me, no that's that's not my calling, God Almighty reached out, I mean it sincerely He spoke to me like Morgan Freeman did to Jim Carrey It's no coincidence he got me out in Hong Kong That I get it popping out here, he knew it all along Listen, to have much faith requires practice They'll probably say I'm tripping, they did it to John the Baptist This is not a rumor, God is so great, I'm a late bloomer Got baptized in 08, better late than never, that's how the saying goes all my brothers and sisters that are praying knows Mark chapter 10, the 31st verse The first shall be last and the last shall be first Amen Thunder, 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 thundercats Listen up Ham Sandwich Show, we're back and uh, this last one is, is, is kind of long. Uh, it's actually four minutes, but it, I cut it down to two minutes. But um, it's real. Probably the realest ham call we ever got, yo. For real. For real. Hey, guys. What's going on, man? This is, uh, I live in South Carolina, but I'm from Miami. Uh, I just finished listening to the latest podcast about why Christians are soft or something like that. Why we got to make soft Christians. <laughs> and... Uh, I ain't gonna lie, man. First, like right when I heard it and stuff like that, you know, I automatically thought, you know, boom, you know, I knew what you guys were gonna talk about. I knew the angle you guys were gonna come at, and uh, I was listening to it and listening to it. And uh, the more I was listening to it, uh, the more I got convicted 
you know, I've, I've, I've been playing Dots off. I, I've been ignoring him. I've been doing my own thing. Uh, I've been struggling with, with pornography all my life. I got introduced to it by my mom's uh, weird story there, but it ain't nothing, ain't nothing like that. You know, she, she, she was into it. I guess my mom and my dad was into it, whatever. They were getting down like that. But they would leave stuff around. And then, you know, as kids, you know, you start snooping around, you find it, you know, you don't think that they know that, that you got it, whatever. Anyway, long story short, they've been in it all my life. You know, and, and I moved to South Carolina from Miami. I was a stronger Christian in Miami than I was than I am right now. And for this time when I was at Miami, I was thinking that my Christianity was going to grow, my relationship was going to grow with Christ. I'd be in a place where there wasn't be so many temptations. And, uh, you know, it was, it, was, it was the absolute opposite. You know, down in Miami, I had I had that accountability. I had I had friends, Christian friends, who, you know, asked those hard questions. And, and, and I allowed them to. And, and I was able to grow. And now, you know, four or five years in South Carolina, you know, I'm getting back into porn again, and 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 and, and I'm acting stupid. I mean, I, I got I got nothing else to say. You know, I'm playing golf soft. I'm actually thinking about Jesus, and then just ignoring him and saying, you know what, I'm gonna go ahead and do this anyway because I think he's gonna forgive me. And you know what, I really needed that type of wake up call. That you know what, you know, I, I'm playing golf soft, and and I'm not living my life with fear and trembling. I'm not trying to work out my salvation. Wow. wow. Yeah. That's serious business, son. And uh, I, 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 I'm, I, I gotta I, commend you, son. I reversed his name. Uh, we'll just call him Jay. Um, but uh, that's that's the realest ham call I ever got, son. I, a, a real man, son. That's that's the man call. Say what he got a problem with. I, I, a normal man wouldn't even do that, John. Nah, you know what I'm saying that that's, is that's real, son. That's a that's a that's a real dude, man. Yeah. Um, it sounds like a couple of different things, man. It sounds like um. Jay got saved in Miami. Right. Or got saved in Miami. It sounds like he had. Uh, we can do a show on support systems. Yeah, because and what that means. Because right, right. it sounds like he had people that were pushing him, asking questions, a support system. He had somebody to lean on. He could call. He could touch him. He could hang out with him. Right. And yeah. then he, then he moved to he South Carolina. Move. And like <clears throat> and then have that. And um, it sounds like he has a family. Yeah. Um, the mess was four minutes. So I heard the whole thing. And he has a family and kids. And um. But the one thing I, I I do want to point to first and foremost is that um, you know Christ um, sees you, man. He knows your heart, and and uh, he hears your honesty. He hears the realness in your voice, and right, right. and um, and that's the first place to start. Yep. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's it is such a shame <clears throat> that um, people want to get things right and they want to come to Christ and they want to really get through the things they want to get through but they're not open and honest right and being open and being honest is with yourself that's right self is first you know what i'm saying before you be open and honest with anybody else if you lie to yourself there's no way you can be real to anybody else that's right you'll lie you know to somebody else all day it's, it'll be automatic yep <clears throat> so you know what i'm saying um thank you for being such open and honest to god and uh, he sees your heart and he hears your heart he hears your desire <clears throat> um, and the one thing that we try to do on the Ham Sandwich Show again is we try to be honest and be real. That's right. And I believed on that podcast we talked about why there's so many baby Christians, right? And uh, about working out your own salvation and so on and so forth. And the reality is, is that at the end of the day, there are no excuses. No. Right. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> now, one of the things you talked about was your upbringing, and you talked about growing up in a household where your mom and dad enjoyed por- pornography. Right. And so we can just imagine. What kind of household that was Right 
um, the type of morality and the type of things that went on in that household right. that as a kid you saw and um, and it sounds like you know what I'm saying you, you have a stronghold mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying you have something that you grew up with that you saw as being normal and just because you come to Christ does not mean all that stuff disappears right away. It's right. just like smoking cigarettes. You don't start smoking cigarettes right off the bat once you get saved. That's yeah. very rare. Somebody just stop quit smoking right. Right. Now. Your mama smoked cigarettes. Your daddy. Your grandma. An alcoholic. A drinker. Uh, right. You know what I'm saying. And, and, a sexer. And, yeah. And then you was in that lifestyle. Yep. It, it was. A, it, it, the funny thing about it is, when your family does something, it's normalized. No. no exactly. It's no matter how how much it seems wrong, you see it every day. That's your default mode. Yep. Right. It's your default way of being. Yep. Because when you grow up, obviously God gives you a personality, yep. and and God uh, creates you to be somebody. But you're all, not. But He shapes you there. But you're also shaped by your culture. That's right. And the first things you learn, and the first things you're accustomed to, and so you're those fine. first years of your life. That's why they say the first five to ten years of a kid's life are so important because you know he completes a lot of his personality and character sure. development, all that type of stuff, and so. As an adult, you know what I'm saying. You, you, you know they talk about certain things that that are in your body that are automatic, like chewing and yeah, swallowing. Yeah. Right. When you swallow food, um, there's an automatic thing that that literally paralyzes your throat, so you can swallow no choke. It won't go down the other the windpipe. Right. We have we have automatic systems right. that take over that don't need our help. That's right. And sometimes when we grow up, these same automatic systems that we learn from our culture, they try to take over. That's right. You know what I'm saying. Because that's all we know. Yep. When you was five years old, when you was ten years old, you wasn't somewhere else learning something different. You was in the house. This is what you saw. This is what you learned. And that's why you. That's why in in other situations you have, you got men who beat women, and then when they when their daughters grow up or their sons grow up, something not sometimes they be in that same environment. They they be beaters too. Yep. Because that was normalized. It became yep. the norm. That's right. And you default. That's you right. automatically go back to that. That's right. Right. But here's the wonderful thing about Jesus, which is a man. comfort zone. Well, it, it's a comfort zone because it's normal. That's right. Right. It's what you know. That's right. You know what I'm saying? We go back to what we know because it's comfortable. That's right. right. So you're right, Cook. And here's the reality, though. The reality is this: as an adult, you have choices. You can make decisions. That's right. And you have the power to shut that automatic system off. This is the wonderful thing about Jesus. Without Jesus Christ, you do not have the power to overcome your culture. Mm. You do not have the power to overcome your upbringing. It is very, very, very difficult. And even though you might succeed, like Oprah, succeed in being raised. How come Oprah ain't in any relationship? Something is wrong there. Something is wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And Stedman, her man, and she dating Gail. Trust me, there's a, there's a lot of mental things going on with her. Yeah, she's the she, she first uh, female black billionaire. If she she got money, yeah, you know what I'm saying. But 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 mental peace, yeah, and, right. spi- and real spiritual peace, right? I, you know what I'm saying. I guarantee you, she hasn't attained that. That's right. Right, and you can't pay for that. Nope. There's nothing that you can pay for. No and money so, in the world. No. And so until so there's nothing, um, there's nothing that can that can help you overcome your generation, your past, your your culture than Christ, because Christ says He comes inside. Mm-hmm. And he helps you to take off the old man. Put on the new. This is wonderful. And put on the new. This is why it's called being born again. Because he comes inside you. And he births something new that's in you. That like a virus takes time to spread itself through you. Mm. 
to help shut off some of those automatic systems that you've been living by for, for the majority of your life that you that that was normal to you that's right and help you take control over those things mm. you know what i'm saying mm. and so that number one there's hope for you number two here's a scripture i want to give you man this is uh <clears throat> philippians one uh chapter six it says being confident of this very thing that he who began a good work in you will complete it until the day of jesus christ mm. here's, here's the reality jesus started in you he'll complete it in you he'll finish it he'll finish it here's here's what you're supposed to do don't try to be a religious christian and try to do things to attain righteousness in your in your christianity right. the thing that you need to do is submit that's right. and submit obey, and obey. Mm-hmm. That's right. now, now how is that different from doing things first of all as you read the word of god um for yourself you're going to read things that's going to stab your heart, prick your heart, be like, oh, that's me. Mm-hmm. I need to change that. At that point, you need to work on transforming yourself or, excuse me, submitting your God, submitting yourself to God through worship and through prayer and allowing him to, allowing him to transform you into that thing. Mm-hmm. You have a, a part in that as well, right. but you don't have the whole thing because mm-hmm. you can't do it on your own. It's going to take a lot of communication and a lot of fellowship with God honest fellowship let me tell you something i heard this uh thing and i knew this but it was just good to hear somebody smart and educated and, and feel the holy ghost saying it jesus said let me tell you about praying jesus said when you pray like this he, he said when you pray pray like this our father let's stop right there and i got to give props to uh, mark driscoll he said he said our father when Cook's little son comes up to him and he wants some ice cream, what does he say? Daddy, I want some ice cream. Daddy, I want that bite. To lay who can't even talk, she might point and say, mm-hmm. water. Cookie. <laughs> Cookie. Yeah. Dion will come up to him and say, dearest daddy, I thank you for this day. Dearest daddy, I thank you that you've taken care of me up until this point. You've clothed me, you've fed me, you've given me all that I want. And daddy, at this time, I beseech you in all humility and humbleness <laughs> that I may have a bowl of ice cream if it's in your will. Right. Who the heck talks to their father like that? Nobody. <laughs> Prayer is simply talking to God. That's it. That's all it is. And sometimes my daughter comes home and I say, how was your day? And she say, it was good. I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes she says, daddy, guess what? I was at school and I, I joined a club. And then daddy, I don't know. And we have a conversation. And, so, and, and sometimes you get up in the morning and you say, thank you, God. Mm. You just talk to God. A couple of hours later, you're driving to work. God, forgive me of my sins. A couple of hours later, you're doing something else. God, I really need help in this. A couple hours later, something pricks your heart. God, please touch that person. Just simply talking. How do you pray daily? Just like that. Mm-hmm. Simply talking to God and communicating with God. And then going into your Bible and allowing God to speak to you through his word. Mm. Mm. No magic. No magic. Simple. 
It's easy. Easy, man. This relationship with God, all these, all these big trick prayers and these naming and Simple claiming talking. and all this type stuff and all, and all this Harry Potter chanting and yeah. we gotta we gotta talk to God. What Lord kind, of the Ring what, praises. What, what, what kind of God is that? That we gotta figure out the chant and the spell to say in order for Him to bless us. It's nowhere. Or for Him to hear us. What kind of when Jesus said Jesus said this in Matthew six thirty three He said. When you pray, pray like this, our Father. I, I ain't gonna get. I ain't gonna say the whole don't, prayer. Don't, don't say it. Don't say it. Our Father. He said, when you pray, you are gonna pray with groans that that uh, not even not even you gonna understand. That's right. You know what I'm saying? That's right. But say Abba Father, mm-hmm. which means Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. Yeah. Jay, when you pray to God, your relationship with Christ. Cannot be religious. It cannot be based on hype. It can't be based on youth group hype. It can't be based on on youth pastor hype. It can't, it can't be based on your friends. Can't be based on your friend. It can't be based on preacher hype. Yep, yep. It has to be the simple, beautiful, honest, mm-hmm. open conversation that you have with God every single and day. You got to be sincere. Got to be sincere. And you got to want to change. Got to want to change. You get really got to. You really have to say, "This is what I want." You know what I'm saying? And and, and what's crazy about it is. Not only does God give you the ability to do it, but he gives you the want to do it. The will. The will. It's amazing the tool. It's amazing Mm -hmm. what God, how much he loves us. Mm -hmm. It's amazing, Jay, how much he loves you. That's right. That that even though you you messed up, it's okay. He'll give you a second chance. And and, and, and if you read 1 John 1 and 9, Mm -hmm. if we confess our sins, he is is faithful and just to forgive us of all our sins. And to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And after you do that, you go down to Malachi. Mm-hmm. Go down to Malachi. Well. And it says, uh, and well. he will throw it into the sea mm. of forgetfulness. You better preach, preacher. Which means, and it would never be brought up again by God. Exactly. Unless you bring it up. Unless you bring it up. But or you, your friends. You won't. Live by when God says something, that's it. That's it. There's nothing else. That settles it. Then you work with the Holy Spirit to conform yourself to what He says. That's right. When the door shut, no man can open it. When the window shut, no man can pull it up. That's it. You know what I'm saying? So, Jay, be encouraged, man. Um, mm. I'm glad that you were convicted. I'm mm. glad the Holy Spirit is working in you so that you were convicted. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm, 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 mm. don't try to do Christianity. Be a Christian. Right. And the way that you do that is by submitting and obeying. There are some hard teachers in the Bible, but you submit yourself, you pray, you ask God to work through you. The Holy Spirit is the author and the finisher. He started it. He'll finish it. You put yourselves in, in positions where you can be successful. Um, get yourself in a good church or find some good friends. Um, where you are, you know what I'm saying? If, you, if you're married, um, then you and your spouse need to have a very, very serious, serious uh, conversation about how you're going to live this life um, uh, together with God. Right. And how you can be each other's support system because that's very important. Because you, you, you just, just because you, you, know, you repent and you really have a heart to get saved and get away from the porn, that doesn't mean you're going to stop immediately. Uh-huh. That's right. You know, so you need um someone you need a support system someone to you know you somebody you can call you know if you feel like you're going to watch porn someone you know you need an accountability partner yeah yeah someone that you trust not and, and and just make sure that your accountability partner is somebody that you trust and somebody who really wants to see you know you do well and and be your very best in god and, and go for somebody that listens 
I'm sorry. Don't go for a Bible thumper. I'm sorry. Me either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they're going to get mad when I say this. Yeah. But don't go to somebody that's going to quote you a thousand scriptures. Right. And, and that's all they do. They ain't give you no <clears throat> their life scripture. Somebody need to somebody need to, need to shut up and listen. Yes, sir. Right. Sit there and just listen. Yep. And just listen. And say it's going to be okay. Say that you're going to get through it. Being be, be encouraged. Just somebody that's, that can be real. That can be real in Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Don't get don't, don't, don't get somebody that's going to sit there and try to cheerlead you with the scriptures. You know what I'm saying? Because it's hype and it's fake. You know what I mean? So, be encouraged, man. We thank you for that call. That was a powerful call, that's, man. It's Makai. I said Malachi. Makai. Makai? Yeah. My bad. Uh, Micah. Yeah, Micah. Hey, ain't Makai either. I said Makai. <laughs> I call him Makai. Micah. 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 That's my Micah 7 and 19. Micah 7 and 19. Check out those, those scriptures, man. Yeah. And uh, hopefully that helps, man. And look, you know, it's the ham sandwich show, dog. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? This is what we do. I love it, yo. I love it. The kid Sean Slaughter. It's your boy St. Nick, aka the drummer beast boy. Holla. I am True Asia. Keep listening while we bring you the fun, funny, and facts. Peace. And we appreciate y'all listening to What in a Ham Sandwich, sandwich. Peace. One.